Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Three big interviews coming today. Carrie Lake, the uh, governor's, the Republican nominee for governor in the great state of Arizona. She'll be on. Latest update on what's going on there. Last night, Maricopa County, where, which is where Phoenix is, uh, did certify the election. Cochise County hasn't yet. The state hasn't yet. And she says there are some legal challenges. And there's also new information coming in because there was a hearing last night, a public hearing before they certified in Maricopa County that exposes even more issues that happened in that election. So we'll talk to her. We also have Andy Biggs. He's a U.S. representative also from Arizona. He's challenging for Speaker of the House against Kevin McCarthy. And also Mike Davis will be on to explain who is this Jack Smith guy that was selected by Merrick Garland to be the special counsel when it comes to Mar-a-Lago and the stuff that former President Trump had there on a Tuesday. Karen, we are not playing around. Lots of big interviews today. Sounds like it. How are you, by the way? I'm good. Other How than are colorful. You? How do you feel? You know, I'm not 100% yet, but we're still working on it. I appreciate you asking. Polo making it happen. I promise you he is. I just don't see the camera anymore. All right, Sam, in the house, making it happen too. Let's go. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you taking the time. Crazy train Tuesday. Is it a done deal, the Speaker of the House, is it? No. You need 218 votes, and if you don't have 218, you're not the Speaker. And Kevin McCarthy, at this point, if they were to vote today, doesn't have 218. So uh, Andy, uh, Andy Biggs is going, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you. We'll have Andy on this hour. Carrie Lake will be next hour, and then it'll be Mike Davis in hour number three. It's interesting watching the, the inner workings because I don't know that you have that many moderate Democrats in the House of Representatives. In fact, you might not have any. You do have a moderate, allegedly, in Joe Manchin, and some would say Cinema is a moderate in the Senate, who are both Democrats, although they, for the most part, probably 85 90% of the time, vote for, with Democrats. On the Republican side, you've got a bunch of weak-kneed Republicans who are moderates who want to get along with everybody. Then you've got those who really want to dig in and do what's right for the American people and do what's right for their, their constituency. And, and the right thing would be, at least, you get rid of Mayorkas. Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary, is horrible at the job. He's either incompetent or he's somebody who just completely doesn't care. Five-plus million people came across illegally in the last two years. He keeps on saying that the border's secure. He keeps saying that it's no less secure now than it was when, when Trump was in office. The guy is an absolute mess. I think that the increase in fentanyl poisonings are all on him because he's not doing anything to stop it. So at least, if you're in the Republican leadership, you should be saying to yourself, we got to get rid of my orcas. This guy has completely made it an open border and is lying to our faces about it in oversight. And then you probably take a look at impeaching uh, Mara Garland, who went after parents who are going to school board uh, meetings and just holding the school boards to account. One parent in Loudonville, Virginia, was taken away. Was it Loudon or Loudonville? Maybe Loudon. Either way, was taken away 
after complaining that his daughter had been sexually assaulted, which was true, and he was dragged out by police as the school board members were denied that his claim was true. It was. And then you saw that letter that Mara Garland puts out that they're going to be taking a close eye, yeah, a domestic terrorism eye, at what's happening at these school board meetings, the increase in violence or whatever. So Merrick Garland is in very, very shaky uh, area anyway, just on that. And then add to the fact that he went after politically, went after a political rival of the current president that selected him um, at Mar-a-Lago in that raid. That FBI raid in and of itself is impeachable to me when it comes to Merrick Garland. And then Joe Biden, I mean, forget about it. Even if he weren't the big guy, and even if he weren't, you know, 10% to, to the big guy, the big man, the big dog, Pedo Pete, whatever his son calls him, even, even if none of that had happened, which it has, but let's say that it didn't, just the withdrawal from Afghanistan gets you impeached. I mean, that's that in and of itself, leaving $85 billion worth of equipment there, in and of itself, leaving people that helped us to die, leaving Americans behind enemy lines. That's impeachable. So those three things should be on the table when it comes to any Republican leadership of the House of Representatives. Articles of of impeachment are always drafted by the House. And if you didn't know that before Trump was in office, you know it now because the House did it twice to Trump for no good reason. The first reason was the call to Ukraine, which, as Trump says, was a perfect call, and it was. And nothing impeachable in that call. It's stupid. The second one was because he allegedly incited violence on January 6th, which, of course, we have proof that he didn't. So that was stupid as well. But they just wanted to be able to impeach. Well, now you've got legitimate reasons to take a strong look at impeaching the three that I just mentioned. And we've got people who are weak-kneed. Now, I know that they would never convict because the, the Senate is not in Republican hands. And you need 67 So that's not going to happen, but they should impeach to put it on record that this guy is going to be impeached because he's horrible at what he's done and he's harmed this country irreparably and he's got to go now. So, so why impeach then? Because you want to tell Mayorkas either you resign or we're going to impeach you and we're going to lock you up in this chamber while we're impeaching you to defend the ridiculous decisions that you've made. And I think that at that point, the guy probably resigns. Now, Trump didn't resign because he didn't do anything wrong. Clinton didn't resign because he's scummy and didn't think that he should have to, and he should have had to. He wasn't convicted either. He was found not guilty as well. But he was certainly guilty of using the Oval Office for his little playground. Either way, then he lied under oath. Either way, those things should be top and center for any Republican leadership. And you want to get into defunding this and that and the other, you can do that as well because you hold the purse strings in the House. You can defund, you know, the ridiculous 87,000 new IRS agents. You can defund Merrick Garland's stupid special counsel. You can defund the DOJ completely if you want, if you're in the House of Representatives. And all of that should be on the table. Will it be under a McCarthy? I don't know. McCarthy has not been that strong in my opinion. But now that he's got a small minor, uh, majority, very, very slim, he's now going to have to get people like Andy Biggs and Matt Gates and Jim Jordan and Chip Roy and down the list. 
he's going to have to have them on his side, the very conservative wing of the House of Representatives. Going to have to have the Freedom Caucus on his side. And at this point, he's got to come out blazing. He's trying to, but I don't know that he is. He needs to come out and say, we are impeaching Mayorkas. That is going to happen. We are defunding 87,000 IRS agents. That's going to happen. And I haven't heard him say it. And while he's out there not saying it, you got Joe Biden showing up in Michigan just saying dumb things about the economy. I don't, for the life of me, understand. By the way, I'll take calls on what you think a Republican leadership should do in the House of Representatives. And I don't know that you might think of yourself as an independent or you don't really get into politics. The bottom line is, do you want 87,000 new IRS agents? If so, why? Bottom line is, do you want to keep on funding the Department of Homeland Security that is more focused on going after parents at school board meetings than they are in stopping illegal aliens coming across the border? If you are, why? Are you okay with the Department of Justice being used as a tool politically to go after a political rival of the current president? If so, why? And do you think McCarthy's the guy? Or do you think somebody like Andy Biggs can, can actually bring it? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. When we come back, Joe Biden went to Michigan and just started saying things like, he's hearing from a lot of people how happy they are that things are getting better. Like, really? Well, who are you hearing that from? About how he's fixed the gas prices again. Or about how nobody, Carrie, did you hear that before 10 years ago, nobody had ever heard of a supply chain? Mm, I, I did not know that. That's what he said. Okay. President said it's got to be true, right? Mm, not necessarily. <laughs> I'll have that for you as well. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. to have you thanks i appreciate you stopping by lots going on lots to get to phone calls coming in 888-941-PAGS joepags.com what are your expectations for a republican majority you saw what the democrat majority looked like for the past four years now in the house and the senate of course you had the presidency was was still with trump for two of those years but as soon as you had the house the senate and the presidency forget it they went full green deal they went full open borders they went full globalists They went full anti-fossil fuels, and it's not working out for us. It's not. So what do you need the leadership, now that the Republicans have it in the House, to do? And keep in mind, the purse strings are held by the House of Representatives. They decide what is and what isn't funded. So they they have a lot of ability here, just having one chamber. I know that we were hoping and we thought that maybe you get both. Uh, And by the way, somebody emailed me yesterday that they thought that it would still be a Republican majority if... um, Walker should win in, in Georgia. It wouldn't be. It would be 50-50. If Warnock wins, it would be 51-49 uh, Democrats, and you don't even need Kamala Harris to be the deciding vote. But if it's 50-50, you've got a better chance of picking off a mansion or a, a cinema to maybe stop some of this radical legislation. And uh, that's got to happen. If you're in Georgia, I hope that you're really paying attention to this and you're going and making sure that your voice is heard. You don't want Warnock to be the guy who wins 
Because A, he hasn't done anything for you in the term that he's just had. B, he's a pretend reverend who hates America. C, he's a pro-socialist guy. D, he hates white people. And and E, he's a pro-abort-the-child-anytime-you-want guy. Now, if, the fact that it's even close makes me crazy because everything I just said, I can verify in sound bites from him. So be smart. I know Georgia's smart, but be smart here. And uh, it would be 50-50 should, uh, should Walker win. Tell you about Eden Pure. You know, Eden Pure wonders, do you have that mystery smell? Do, do you have it? Is, it? is there a mystery smell in the house? You, you keep on lighting the candles, not really working. Cover-up sprays, nothing seems to, to make it happen. The best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly seeks out and destroys any odor guaranteed, even if you don't know where the smell is coming from. The thunderstorm's going to get rid of it in just a few minutes. And unlike those candles and those cover-up sprays, the thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad odors. It completely eliminates them. And best of all, no filters to buy, saving you money. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, kitchen, or anywhere you need fresh, clean air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS3. Get three units for under 200 bucks. Again, it's EdenPureDeals.com. I get emails on this every single day. What's that website again? EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS, the number three. Get three units for under 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3. Save $200 right now. Shipping is also free. Frederick, what's going on in New Jersey? Hi. How you doing, Joe? Living a dream, man. So what the House leadership needs to do is they, instead of sniffing up hardworking Americans' butts with 87,000 IRS agents, they need to take those 87,000 jobs and hire Border Patrol agents to the tune of 87,000 and deport all the illegal aliens that Joe Biden let in. Well, they can't do that, but they can certainly defund the 87,000 IRS agents. I agree with you, Frederick. You should put 87,000, put as many as you need on the border to stop 5 million people from coming in illegally, invading the country. They want to come in, come in legally. We welcome you. Uh, but they can't say, well, we're going to take it away from here and we're going to put it over there and then force the executive to make DHS do it. The Department of Homeland Security is in the executive branch. So they get to decide, the executive branch does, what DHS does. That's why the policies are so different under, uh, under this presidency, Biden, and the previous presidency in Trump. I'm with you. I agree with you. They just don't have the power to do that. They do have the power to defund the 87,000. They don't have the power to say, now put it over here. That would have to be through legislation. Let me go to Paul, who's in California. Paul, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Hi. Happy Tuesday. Back at you. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, We need an aggressive speaker. We have not had an aggressive GOP speaker since Newt Gingrich. And the speaker needs to use the power of the purse to to zero out funding for those IRS agents so we don't get them and to ditch that by a special counsel. And I'm happy that Representative Biggs is challenging uh, Leader McCarthy because I'm a Californian and uh, Kevin McCarthy has this, you know, he has the, his spine has the stiffness. He's linguine spine. That's about his, his, his spine is as stiff as jello. He wouldn't get rid of the, uh, Liz Cheney, he wouldn't kick her out of leadership until she joined the January 6th commission. And he's, he's, yeah, he didn't get involved in the recall once his guy, the former mayor of San Diego, was no longer in the running. And he, he's a complete establishment type. So um, 
I'm glad Representative Biggs is challenging him because we need an aggressive, you know, politics is war. We need an aggressive speaker. Politics is war by other means, and there's no substitute for victory. So the GOP House needs to, uh, you know, they're not going to get everything, but they need to be aggressive and fight and win, move the ball. Paul, I hear you, and I appreciate that. Did he say weenie spine? Sound like he said, Sam, is that what he said? He said linguini spine. Oh, linguini spine. I thought it was weenie. I thought my ears were... Carrie, how did I know? I don't know. Well, stopped up. Yeah. Linguini. Wait, what do you think ling- he said? I heard linguini. All right. I think you guys are making it up. All <laughs> right. Uh, there you go. We appreciate you, Paul. Thank you. I've got a couple of minutes here. I want to give you some sound bites from your president of the United States, Joe Biden. And what's most exciting about it, people are starting to feel a sense of optimism and the impact of these legislative achievements in their own lives. So he's standing in Michigan and he decides to tell people that people are starting to get excited about the legislative achievements that he's created or that he's, uh, that, that he's done. Nobody, literally nobody's excited about anything he's done legislatively. Nobody. I don't even think he is because he doesn't know what he's done legislatively. But he's trying to convince people at some union hall in Michigan that things are getting better. And then he says this. We passed the American Rescue Plan. Now, everybody knows it. People are clapping for that as if they know what that means. We did so much, no one knows the effects of it yet. We're just, just, they're just coming into play. <laughs> we did so much, nobody knows what, what's, what's in it yet. Uh, it hasn't come into play. Wait, what? He says, we, we passed the American Rescue Plan, and a bunch of people who have no clue what that means started clapping. And then he they basically says, it hasn't done much yet because nothing's come into play. Oh, and then he's got, he's got this winner for you. Ten years ago, how many knew what the hell the supply chain was? No, I'm serious. He's, he started using that crutch. No, I'm serious. He also does this one a lot. N- not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. Then he'll whisper, he'll whisper every once in a while. He doesn't think anybody knows what a supply chain is ten years ago. Ten years ago, how many knew what the hell the supply chain was? No, I'm serious. No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> what is he talking about? He, he, and there are a bunch of, uh, is a room of a bunch of dopes who aren't going, dude, we know what the supply chain was. Are you crazy? But good news is he's taking care of the gas prices. And because of our, po- our policies, gas prices are coming down. Right. Gas prices are still about $1.19 higher than when he took office. The policy that he put in place was to stop all drilling here and then to release the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. That was his policy. That's what he put in place. He took the reserve, the reserve fuel that we need, in case we get invaded, God forbid, and he used it to try to win the midterms. And it actually probably helped him uh, hold on to the Senate, to be honest with you. But he thinks that we think that he somehow fixed the gas prices. When he didn't, we're still suffering from the Biden gas increase and now that we have, we're going to have to refill that reserve at some point, we're going to really feel it. Going to really hit us hard. And the really cold winter months are, are coming. And this guy's out there in Michigan, one of the coldest states we have, touting the praises of his policies that have screwed everybody in that room. Everybody in that room has been screwed by Joe Biden and his policies. And they're like, woo, American, the American uh, inflation reduction thing. What? Who's clapping for that? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. He's taking on, the well, he hopes to get the job of Speaker of the House. He's taking on Kevin McCarthy. It's Andy Biggs from Arizona when we come back. Stay here. 
This is the Joe Pags Show.